Leafs fam, hockey world, what is going on? This is the Leafs Convo Podcast. I'm Norman James. Happy Canada Day. Happy John Tavares Day. At long last, JT has finally joined the Maple Leafs. I am happy and relieved. Can you imagine what the Leafs Convo Podcast on YouTube would look like with all of that JT content, all of those thumbnails dedicated to JT, and he went elsewhere? Whew, Mike Agello standing by in Toronto. We're going to talk about the signing. This is the Leafs Convo. Let's go. Michael, happy Canada Day. Happy John Tavares Day. Uh, hello, Norman. Uh, yes, it's, uh, it's a wonderful day in, uh, in Canada for many people celebrating the holiday, but it's also a wonderful day in Leafs Nation because they got their man. Yes, the deal is done. And I love the uh, official tweet from John Tavares when the information came down and was stamped and approved. The picture of him sleeping in his bed with his Maple Leaf bedding and his little Star Wars N1 starfighter over his head. What an incredible picture. Beautiful stuff, Michael. Yeah, it's I mean, it it shows that uh, that was part of the part of the reason why. I mean, there's a lot of of news filtering out right now. Apparently, uh, according to Darren Drager, it sort of turned in the Leafs favor over the last couple of days, Thursday and Friday. And then they they hammered out the deal yesterday. So, I mean, and according to a lot of reports, he turned more money from other other uh, teams uh, apparently one team offered him 13 million uh aav over seven years uh and the leafs offers coming in at 11 which i think is you know for his talent is is quite manageable and i'm sure like the other ancillary things he'll be able to get in terms of uh advertising and all those things in toronto is going to make up for any difference but it's uh it's a big it's a big contract it's a big move by kyle dubas and brendan shanahan but i think it's a move that needed to be this team was going to jump into this vendor norman james with mike godjello a special edition of the Leafs Convo podcast. Happy Canada Day to my Canadian friends and my American friends as well. It's happy John Tavares signing with the Maple Leafs Day. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. you got to give JT credit. He showed courage, bravado, and he understands the history of the game and his potential place, not only in the history of hockey, but in the history of the Maple Leafs, potentially becoming captain. Maybe. We'll see. But we have to applaud this guy for showing courage and, you know, getting over the hurdle of leaving a place he had been for a decade, knowing that joining the Maple Leafs really did mean a lot to him and will mean so much to millions of hockey fans. Bravo, John Tavares. Yeah, and I also think, I mean, we, we caught wind of this over the last, you know, I'd say month or so, the scrambling by the Islanders in terms of, you know, hiring Lou Lamorello all out for Barry Trotz and all these things. It was, it was to, in my mind, it was to sort of make up for nine years of bad, bad ownership and bad man and, and, you know, wasting a great player's young career, you know, sort of wallowing in mediocrity. And, and I mean, this is different than two years ago where Steven Stamkos was looking at the Leafs as the last place team 
Matthews being the number one pick and Mitch Marner winning the Memorial Cup, there was, not, there was nothing really to come to. It was a lot of big question marks, whereas this team now is more fully formed and needs that one big piece. Now, they're nowhere still that need to be million dollar cap uh, hit this year. They still have $14 million under the salary cap, and we'll see what Kyle Dubas does to uh, fill in the, the holes on the roster. If Kyle Dubas somehow pulls off a deal for a defenseman that we know the Leafs need, with John Tavares, like this forward, like this group of forwards, come on, is there a better group of forwards in the league? I doubt it. Uh, certainly not a, uh, a crew of centermen. The Leafs uh, have that in spades up front. If they can make the appropriate alterations to the defensive end of things is it conceivable that the maple leafs could be a legitimate cup contender come october yeah i think that the defenseman is is a key and you know the, they have to get william nealander signed to uh, probably a, bri- a bridge deal and that's something that they'd be concerned about but really the focus is going to be on on defense now they may go out and sign a so I've heard the name of Calvin DeHaan being mm-hmm. mentioned, that DeHaan is former teammate of, uh, of Tavares, and apparently they're good friends, so that's a possibility. And I don't think it would be too costly since he only played, I think, 33 games last year. But you know, they do need to add, add a defenseman, and if they can't do that, then they're going to rely heavily on their forwards. And I think you sort of need a balance to be able to be successful. So we'll see where Dubas uh, goes in the next few months. This is the Leafs Combo, Mike Augello in Toronto. The heart of it all, Norman James in suburban London where nothing is happening except my kids, <laughs> kids running around like crazy people. My kids love you, Mike. Eric has already drawn some pictures of you. They're not quite flattering yet. So once they, <laughs> once they skew to a little bit more of a flattering menagerie of your, um, your, your excellence and your beautifulness, then I will unveil it certainly on the Leafs Combo. So let me ask you real quick. Um, we, we, we're not even going to broach any sort of topic or subject that would touch on a potential um, posturing or uh, fight for the room or, you know, fight to see who is going to be the de facto leader of the team between Austin Matthews and John Tavares. I mean, Matthews is a lot younger than Tavares. Tavares has been through more battles. We know Matthews has some growing up to do, like all um, young hockey stars or athletes, anybody at the age of you know, 20, 21. Um, but we have to think that there is going to be a, um, a, a coalescence and a uh, cohesiveness that we should expect and um, that will definitely come to fruition sooner rather than later. Well, according to the reports, uh, you know, Matthews was sort of part of the process. He did contact Tavares and encouraged him to come to Toronto. So I I don't think that's going to be a problem. I think, you know, the organization is going to look to try to extend uh, Austin Matthews on a new deal, but they have another year on his entry level before that really has to, is a, is a problem. But I, I think that everything there is fine if the, you know, and there's, there's plenty of money to go around, so to speak. So I, I don't think there's going to be a problem there. Uh, and apparently the captaincy was never brought up when it came to yeah. Tavares. It was never broached yeah. in the presentation. So, I mean, I, I don't think that's going to be a problem either. And if Austin Matthews eventually is the captain of this team, then John Tavares will be sure. you know, maybe an associate captain and provide some support for a younger guy. I think the whole concept of the caps, captain in this day and age is – passe 
you can have a captain if you want. I just don't think it's needed. It's it's different. It's a different day and age now. I'd rather take a bunch of captains than have one guy like Austin Matthews. This is your team now. And John Tavares, this isn't your team. You're on the team, but it's not yours. It's everyone's team. There are nights where Mitch Marner, there are periods where Mitch Marner plays like a captain, right? He plays like a Doug Gilmore circa 93, 94. So really it just comes down to who is going to lead the way that night. So, and the idea of having a C, I think for me, it's just, um, it's, it's for optics only. And we'll just have to see how Kyle Dubas and the, and Mike Babcock want to iron all of that out. You know, I was thinking Mike, if the Leafs didn't land Tavares, they'd have some explaining to do, you know, like, they, you could be the cap. You could be the captain of the Leafs. You could play for the team that you dreamt of playing for your entire childhood that you probably wanted to play for just before you got drafted. I even asked them the question back in 09, you know, um, hypothetically, if you were picked by the Leafs, how would that be? And he, you know, dream come true. And then all these years later with all this money and this team just on the cusp of winning, they can't lure him here over going to say San Jose or Dallas. And then, Hiring Wes Clark a couple of days ago, we know the ties between Wes Clark and John Tavares are really deep, um, really intricate, uh, really, um, you know, really important. He's a, Wes Clark is an advisor to John Tavares. So hiring him, making that public and just kind of putting out the feeling that the, the process towards landing JT was moving forward and then to not land him. I think the Leafs would have had a lot of explaining to do. Lo and behold, they got the job done. And let's give Kyle Dubas some credit. Um, you know, you have to think he was right there in the thick of it, front and center, doing his well, best I, to, um, you know, to make a case for Toronto. And ultimately, he got his guy. I, I think Brendan Shanahan and Kyle Dubas and, and Mike Babcock as well, because Babcock was his coach for two Olympic uh, appearances or for Olympic appearance in 2014 in, in Sochi. And, you know, Tavares apparently liked playing for Babcock mm-hmm. so that was not any kind of hurdle even in spite of the fact that there were some people out there that were saying that was you know who would want to who would want to be coached by Mike Babcock well somebody who wants to win a Stanley Cup wants to be coached by Mike Babcock so yeah I, I think this is an example of if you build it they will come and then you know, again two years ago this team was at the bottom and Steven Stamkos did not want to come to Toronto and that's fine because he had a team in Tampa that was close to winning but he was going to be looked upon as being the savior mm-hmm. John Tavares is not a savior he's a piece of the puzzle and you know there, there needed to be a couple more pieces to be added but he's a big piece yeah it's it's always nicer to come in to accessorize and to compliment than it is to come in and have the weight of the franchise on your shoulders and I don't think we can downplay the effect that Steve Eiserman had on Steve Stamkos he had been with him for for mm-hmm. the most part um did uh, did Steve Eiserman get rid of Barry Melrose Mike? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, did Was Barry Melrose associated with Steve Stamkos at any point in his early yeah, part he of was, his career? Yeah, he, 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 co- he was the coach yeah. the first year and didn't pl- and played him on the fourth line or played him limited minutes. And, did Iserman and- get rid of Melrose? Was Iserman there at that time? I'm just wondering what the timeline is because Steve Iserman, if Steve Iserman's in your ear and he's pleading with you to return to the team that you made famous and that made you famous, that's a tough person to ignore it's steve eiserman for goodness sakes you know yeah i believe i believe that that preceded eiserman i think he was still assistant gm in detroit and i think it, it may have been jay feaster but i know that rick tockett took over as coach mm-hmm. in tampa okay and, and he and he helped sort of like you know give stamp some ex- 
some confidence and some experience, and, and that has done him well going forward. So, Michael, uh, what's the plan now? Clearly, people are going to listen to this podcast for the next several days. Uh, we don't want to date it too much, but uh, we're just after 2 o'clock on July 1st. Happy Canada Day, my friends, both uh, north of the border and south of the border. Us Canadians are feeling for you Americans who, um, you know, need well wishes right now. And we appreciate all of the love back and forth. And that's a really good thing about what's going on right now in Canada and the United States. Canadians and Americans are coming together more than ever before. And I love it because I'm kind of an international guy. I want full cooperation with Americans and Canadians. I feel like we're all one big family trying to work our way through this crazy place that is called planet Earth. Um, anyway. Mike, what's the, what's the plan for the next several hours? And uh, are you expecting to see JT at Scotia Plaza Bank Arena Stadium today? Yeah, there is a, there is a 4 p.m. press conference scheduled uh, at, uh, at Scotia Bank Arena, which will be tough to remember. Um, and it'll be Tavares and Dubas, and I'm assuming, you know, maybe, maybe Coach Babcock and maybe Brendan Shanahan, but uh, and I'm assuming there will be a, a unveiling of a, a blue and white 91 jersey, which I'm sure will send uh, Leafs Nation into uh, cacophony. But uh, it'll, it'll be it'll be very it'll be uh, very uh, I mean for for Lee fans who've been waiting for you know a player of his repute to come to Toronto a Toronto boy this isn't David Clarkson this is John Tavares so it, I, it's some it's a day that you know Lee fans have been looking forward to and they should enjoy it. Is uh, Josh Juris going to be at the press conference too? Uh, not, <laughs> not that I'm not that I'm aware of, and he'll I'm sure he'll be residing at Rico Coliseum when the season starts. Yeah, they they didn't get JT, but they got Double J. Yeah, and go. I think they're going to sell a few John Tavares jerseys. Don't you think? Uh, just just a few, just a few. Listen, buddy, uh, enjoy yourself down there. Stay cool if you can, and uh, I know things are going to heat up with the press conference. JT is a Maple Leaf, Michael. This is probably the the one of the biggest moments acquisition wise. For, that the Leafs have put together that we've been a part of. You and I have been working on uh, Leaf news and loving and coverage and lamenting for over a decade now. So this is a big moment for us. And of course, we appreciate all of this JT news because it's really helping the Leafs Convo podcast. We are on fire. Real quick before you go, your top five chips. I haven't seen your list. Oh, I, I sent it out. Oh, you um, did? I didn't see it. Yeah, I posted. Uh, well, I'll just give you the Dill Pickle is the number one. Yeah. Lay's, Lay's Dill Pickle was the number one. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll even search Mike and Buffalo. It's it's out there, but buried okay. in all the Tavares tweets. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I've been told that there are all kinds of chips that I don't normally eat that I should be, and my life will be so much better for it. That, in addition to today's news that John Tavares is joining the Leafs, things are great. Michael, have a good one, my friend. Thanks, Norman. I am so relieved. I know you are too. John Tavares is a Maple Leaf. Now it's on to the next. What are the Leafs going to do to improve their blue line? As Mike said, if they can bring in the right pieces before October, this team is definitely a serious Stanley Cup contender. Mike and I will be back with more podcast action on the YouTube page. If you haven't subscribed yet, do it. That way you will be kept up to date, up to the minute, up to the second on everything Mike and I have planned for the podcast in the days, weeks, and months ahead. The Leafs Convo podcast is the place to be, whether on YouTube, Anchor, iTunes, or Radio Public. We have a few more Leafs Convo t-shirts available for purchase. Bonfire.com slash TLC dash gear. Like three days left, 20 bucks plus shipping. 
Go ahead and grab one. You'll be a part of the TLC OG crew if you do. For Mike Godjello, I'm Norman James. Happy Canada Day. Happy John Tavares Day. This is the Leafs Convo. Peace.